Hello, everybody, and welcome to Golf versus Golf, the hybrid podcast where we discuss, debate, and analyze everything in the world of golf and disc golf. I'm your co-host, Charlie Tinsley, and join with me as always, Aaron Valini and Anthony Valini. How you doing, fellas? What's up? What's up? Please excuse if you hear any static. We do have a cord with a short. Can't quite get it figured out, but hopefully we will here in the future. However... Did y'all guys play any golf this weekend? No. Anthony? No. Well, I got to play some disc golf. We had the Impact Youth Workers Conference our church puts on, and I had a good friend, Rob Trelor, the guy who won the disc. Um, so you one gave of our it gi- to him? Yeah, I gave it to him. And uh, he came down, and he and our pastor, Tony Shirley, um, played together, doubles, and I played with the one and only DJB Willie doubles and we got wore out <laughs> we lost we lost by three strokes we didn't have our best day i wasn't putting well but djb willie is uh he said his back's hurting from carrying me so i'm i'm sorry i did, tried my best did rob listened to the episode knowing he won did he know he won charlie texted him right after yeah he uh, knew yeah he knew he won so he was pretty pumped and he actually used the disc he used it in the round and threw a pretty good shot with it so Thank you, Rob, for Speaking coming down. Speaking of disc, while we're on this, we don't talk about disc golf much because I don't talk about it because I don't play it. But the first time we played up at North Cove, I bought that Roadrunner, put yep. my name on it. Like you like you should. Phone number, you know, and lost it and didn't think nothing else about it. So last week I sent you the message. It's in Asheville. Yes. So, I mean, somebody took it from North Cove. Somebody, yeah. And then didn't call me and then took it to Asheville and lost it. That's yeah, exactly what happened. They found it at North Cove. Your name was on it and phone number, and they decided that's what they get. Nah, and then they lose it at Richmond Hill in Asheville. And um, if you if you are a listener to this and it was you, shame on you. Shame on you. It's a roadrunner. So that's re- larceny. <laughs> <laughs> so, but did you go back and get it yet? No, I've not yeah. been to Asheville. The gas it would take to get there. You might as well just get a new disc. Um, so anyway, all right. Well, guys, I did have a good time playing disc golf this weekend, and I enjoyed it. However, it is time for – Talk about it. Well, I, I mean, I, I lost. What happened? I just couldn't putt. I haven't played in a month, man. I was off. I was off bad. My putt was off. And in doubles – Sounds like a bag of excuses to yeah, me. Yeah, well, I mean, let's talk about y'all's last tournaments. Well, let's not talk about <laughs> – not mine. My tournament was – Fine. Yeah. He didn't play in one. Yes, I did. He I pl- played in the and county. I'm not the one trashing you. That was Aaron, so chill. Uh, speaking of, when I went to pick up Rob Trelor from the airport in Asheville, guess who I ran into? Chase. Chase Holland. He told me. Did he? Yeah. I, I would, and I didn't hardly recognize him because I was just kind of on my phone, and I looked up, and then we uh, made eye contact. And I was like, what's up? What's up, man? And I didn't realize he knew who I was, so we talked there for a little bit. He said he enjoyed being on the show. And uh, I think he was going to try to play a little golf this past weekend. He's him, a traveler. Him and him and Greg. So, uh, hope they had they a good did. time. He played at Black Mountain. Did he? And then he played at Riverbend. Yep. Yep. Got a few courses in. So, shout out to Chase. Good to see you, man. So, let's get started with today's uh, golf versus golf discussion topic. This is one that should be kind of near and dear to y'all's hearts. Near because and dear. Near and dear. What did I say? Near and dear. Oh, okay. I'm just repeating. You're just okay. I'm just okay. Dear and near. 
Uh, I'm sorry. All right, so it is maintenance on the course. Now, the reason I said y'all, you know, this is close to your hearts is because y'all both work maintenance on a golf course. And uh, shout out to Chandler Smith who gave us this topic idea to talk about. But I thought it would be an interesting topic. It's a world of golf a lot of people don't see. And I feel like it'll be interesting to see the similarities and differences when it comes to maintenance on a disc golf course, which I have been a part of myself as well. So first, when y'all both worked, when did y'all work? How old were y'all? And what? where did y'all work when you worked maintenance on a disc golf course? I actually got a job before Anthony did. At, Sil- at Silver Creek. Where Anthony works at now. Yes. Okay. But it was a whole different – there was new. There was different owners. There were different ground crew, different superintendent. Everything was different. And we had a guy named Billy. All he done was ride around on his tractor. Shout out, Billy. If Billy's listening, he's, he's probably be- on that Kubota right now. <laughs> yeah, blowing the daggum grass off the fairways. But I don't – anyway. <laughs> so uh, you got Aaron, it. So Aaron you got-, got a job there, and then – Probably, actually, first of all, Cole worked there before any of us did. Cole Russell? I don't think so. Yes, he did. No, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure he did. Pretty sure I worked there first and then Cole came. Well, it doesn't matter. And then I ended up probably a month later, got hired. Following in Big Bro's footsteps. On the maintenance crew at Silver Creek. And that was probably 2012, 13. Yeah, right after high school. So when I was in, because I went back to Cyprus in 2012. Yeah, you remember those? But dumb, I was I was living with y'all. Do you remember those dumb posts Aaron used to post every day? Yeah. Aaron, I kn- <laughs> listen, Aaron. listen, wait a minute. Time out. Before, when I seen this topic today, I knew this was going to get brought up by somebody. Aaron, I guess, thought he was the social media manager <laughs> for yeah, Silver we're Creek. About like 2012. So this is back when it wasn't, but maybe he was somewhat ahead of the game. Because he would post these pictures. The two green side bunkers that protect the par 5 fifth at Silver Creek. He would take pictures while out working and have a little caption saying something like that. Uh, that's exactly what it says. That's exactly. We still have the photo saved. We need to post it to the Facebook page. I could be I could be their social media guy. Could you? Yeah. I'm not big on social media. So Me maybe. neither. But when it comes to golf, <laughs> when it comes to golf. I know the lingo. But it's more about capturing the good pictures. And they were good pictures. Don't decent. even act. Okay. I don't. Re- I don't remember. <laughs> but I caught. I've caught flack for that for ten years. You have. <laughs> we'll randomly text also, each other <laughs> when he worked there. We used to mow greens with the push mowers, which we'll get into that. Whatever. Okay. But Aaron almost got bit by a black widow. Wow. That was it, almost landed on. His that head. was at Mimosa. Oh. So anyway, did you work at two? Yeah, I worked at Mimosa too, which is a private. So then Anthony, you worked at Silver Creek. So let let's talk about this. Your first day on the job. You know what are you doing? The first day I was there, I had a guy named Greg Bills. He took me out to number, I don't remember what number at Silver Creek, and he showed me how to walk my greens. And, uh, but he, you can mess that up, right? Oh, yes. Like I've seen greens where they've kind of cut into the green with the mower. Yeah, well, not into the green, but you have to lift it up as you go into the fringe. If you don't, you'll scalp it. You'll scalp it. Because it's set for the green height. So okay. I also done the same thing. Greg Bills, same thing. Took me to number six. And you lift it up when you get to the fringe, but the mower don't quit turning. It's still moving forward. Right. So you've got to pick it up and then swing it and get it back on line. Right. And put it back down. And I, I, but, just, I just started mowing lasers the next day. Did you? Yeah. I mean, once you get the hang of it, it's pretty easy. Right. But I, I'm, I'm guessing it would probably be pretty intimidating. It's got to be. Because you don't want to mess it up. So a lot – so there's – even now – 
like when I when I mowed last year a little bit, they ride mow now. But the way I always learned was you start in the middle of the green. So you can mow. So Daniel at Silver Creek now uses the clock system. So you mow 12 to 6, it's straight up and down. Okay. Okay, you mow 2 to 4, or Eight. 11 to 4. Okay. Right? To no, 11 to 5. No, it's 11 to 4, Ten to, 2 to 8. Whatever. You know what I'm saying, 3 to 9. Like a star pattern almost? Yeah, when I was there, it was left to right, right to left. Now, uh, this differs between golf courses, right? I don't know. Or to most golf courses. Now, now, so, of course, you have mowing the greens, which y'all did every morning. What other maintenance goes into a golf course? Well, I still work maintenance some. You like Because I'm on salary at the golf course, so – Whatever Daniel Ooh. needs, shut up. Whatever Daniel needs, um, if I, you know, if it's slow in the pro shop and Wes can cover it, then I am on the grounds crew. So, outside of the greens, which I like, I like you, you know, like being outside. I like having a change every now and again. Yeah, here's here's but since the greens have been redone, I've worked a lot outside. So yeah. you're mowing fairways too, and I'm are mowing. you using? Is is it just a big tractor mower for the fairways? It's a real mower, like a zero turn. No. It's, it looks like a tractor, yes, but okay. it's got reels on it that cut. You know, like those old push mowers? Right. That's got the blades on them? That's yeah. Like, that's kind of what it's like. Okay. And, and they then, got rollers on the back of them. And then for the rough, is it the same mower just no, higher? The, the rough are deck mowers. Let me tell you something. Okay. Let me tell you this while we're talking about rough mowers. When Anthony first started with me, we used to mow rough. Okay. And we had one that was that was pretty nice. It was a Toro. But then we had a John Deere that the motor was in the front and it was 95 degrees out there. So that all the heat coming off that mower was hitting you in the face. Oh, wow. And Dude, a- I was baking out there. Anthony was, <laughs> Anthony was, <laughs> he, baking. was he mowed like three holes and he was like, dude, this thing is going to catch me on fire. It was so hot. I think they finally got rid of that one. But Now, so, so you got the greens, you got the fairways, you got a deck mower for the roughs. And then uh, yeah, I guess there's a different mower for the fringe, and then after no, that, are it's there, called uh, an approach mower. Well, so you so are we looking at four separate mowers for no, the golf well, course? You, you can, mow the approaches with greens mowers. You, you just set them higher. Yeah. Okay, so two two to three is what. And I'm then hearing. you also have a sand pro. Seriously, the sand. And then what is the sand, the sand pro? pro? It's a three wheeler. It's a three wheeler that you take in the bunker, and it's got a rake on the back, and you go in circles, and it rakes the bunker for you. Have you ever operated a sand pro? Yes, and so have I. When okay. me and Aaron worked there the first time, that's, that's all we used to do. He's like, y'all got my bunkers. You can get out of here. Okay. My bunkers. Now, bunkers. Here, here's the thing. Cause you also have a roller. Now, we, I used to have a landscaping company called Charlie and the Lone Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> I was a part of that business. And Aaron was, and Anthony was as well, some. And Nathan. And, uh, <laughs> and Nathan. Shout out to Nathan. And uh, so I know a little bit of mowing. Now, here's what I do know. He's a better weed eater than you. I know. And uh, here's what I do know is you can get yourself in trouble with mowers. Do y'all have any stories? Well, before we get into that, I'll say. (laughs) So that is yes. Yes. The worst worst thing that I've ever used at a golf course, maintenance-wise, is a fly mower. Okay. Explain. And people that work in golf will know what this is. Also known as a hover mower. So it looks like a lawnmower. And then it looks like, I don't know. It's like a, it's, it's like just a deck of a lawnmower. It is. And it's got a blade on it. And it hovers. And you had to mow that outside of the bunkers. Okay. 
And, you know, some of them bunkers at Silver Creek are very steep. Yeah. Dude, them things are garbage to try to maneuver. No power steering. Uh, no, no you're, you're, it's manual labor. <laughs> you're using it. Right. And uh, Yeah, it don't have no wheels. Wow. That and then changing cups when it's cold outside. Now, changing cups, how often, and of course we're talking about on the green, the cups change. Do they change every week? Do they change daily? Dogfight days and weekends. Yeah, you usually change them at least uh, every Saturday and Sunday for sure. And then on Thursdays we have a dogfight, so they change them on Thursdays. And then, you know, if if everything else is called up, he may change them another day or two. But cups don't necessarily get changed every single day. How hard is it to change the cups? It's not hard. If the ground's soft, it's not. Now, if yeah, like Aaron's saying though, if it's cold, because right. you you got a certain hard. depth that you got to get to, and you got to put all your weight into it, and you're twisting it. Okay, but it's it takes it's it it's takes to, an art it's too. To get straight than you'd think it would be. Right. So I'm kind of because I've never worked on a golf course. I'm kind of surprised about all the machines. I really thought there was two, maybe three. Oh, people but people don't understand but how much there's money about. It takes. Y'all are talking about about six different. Oh, more than that. There's sprayers. There's um, sprayers. Yeah, that spray the greens. Okay. Uh, that spray the um, what's the stuff? Sect insect insecticide. No, it's not insecticide. It's something like that. I don't know. But they go around and spray. And then you, that's not counting all your other stuff, like your your tour, uh, your workmen's and all those things that you you know that you got shovels on and four wheelers that pull trailers and stuff that pull your gators. Yeah, it's kind of like a gator. Like a side-by-side to pull yeah. stuff. And then, I mean, were there ever days where, like, oh, there's a there's a tree down. You've got to go cut it up. No, or they usually limbs have, or anything like when that. I, when I first worked there, they had people that weed eat it all day long. Wow. So young kids probably. Nope. It was it was older men, but they, they, would, they would weed eat all day long, and then they would move sticks, you know, if trees had that failed. That would be the job I would And all wouldn't. that stuff. No. That would be not fun. That and now, I'll tell you, when I worked at Mimosa, that's why I quit. Now, when you now let's shift to disc golf. That is the majority because you're there's not much now. A place like North Cove, okay, North Cove, you have the mowers to mow because you got the big old golf fairways. But the majority of when we're talking about disc golf maintenance, you've got weed eaters and you've got saws. You're you're cutting down branches. You're weed eating around wherever, but. You know, woods courses, there's no need for a mower. However, that's what makes disc golf cheap and the courses, you know, because you don't have to maintain it. But there is maintenance. There is maintenance in disc golf. Do the baskets ever mess up? The baskets do mess up. And here's another thing people don't realize, and I guess you could put this in maintenance on a disc golf course. The course that we played, um, Haywood Community College, this past weekend, each hole had three basket placements. So what that means is there's metal sleeves in the ground, and it could you, those baskets can. So it kind of changes the hole a little bit, you know, depending on where you put the pin. So that would be considered maintenance for a disc golf course. But the all the we you can go out with a weed eater, a pole saw, or something like that, and do. A good bit of the maintenance. Now, if we want to talk about building tee boxes, you know, then you're looking at buying concrete, forming the tee box. Or, they don't have to be concrete. No, there, there's no real regulation for them. The one, at, the one here in town has no. It's it's ground. It's just the ground you stand on, and I don't think that's necessarily the best way to go. I think you want a good surface to begin the hole on. But 
that's one of the biggest difference we see in golf and disc golf, and it's what drives the price of disc golf down. That's why counties can have free disc golf courses because they don't have to pay a staff other than people like DJ B. Willie who used to take care of the Not only that, pay for the fuel. Pay for the fuel. For all that vehicles and the maintenance on all of them. Yeah, we can look at that side, the money side. So you you think about – a public disc golf course is already going to be taken care of by whoever's doing parks and rec, probably one person really. And then the club, there's normally a club for that disc golf course that will help with the disc golf course, build seats or whatever. But golf course, we're not just talking about, and let's move into this area. How many people worked on the maintenance crew or how many people work on the maintenance crew at Silver Creek now? Uh, I know it switches Part-time, full-time? A, full, a full-time full staff, um, not counting the superintendent and the mechanic, I'm sure he would like to have probably five or six. Five full-times. Yeah. So five fulls. During the summer. During, at least during the summer. Yeah. And then drop down to what, three during the winter? Yeah, I mean, you could do it with wow. three probably. But, Which, well, and I will say that when we walk mode, you had to have more. Yeah, because yeah. it's not as fast. Well, tech, that's just but technology. We could, we could sit here and talk till Jesus comes again about you know, cost and maintenance equipment at the golf course, and we'd never cover it all. I mean, there's right. so much stuff. People don't understand how much actually goes into it. But I want to go back to your original question, and I want Aaron to tell his story about if we've ever damaged equipment or wrecked equipment. Yeah, so this very expensive equipment we've talked about that you were entrusted in as an employee, have so, you ever had any? Okay, so I, I remember I've got a bunch, but I'm going to give you three really quick. I was rough mowing one time at Silver Creek on number five on the right bunker. Beautiful. At, at the green. Beautiful. I mean, that, that thing protects that It's green protected line well. But seriously, imagine it because you know what it looks like. I do. And it, it goes, it's kind of got that little grass area that goes down right mm-hmm. there. I know what you're talking about. Well, and I'm on a huge rough mower. I go and I try to get down in it. and Wait a minute. Were you supposed to? Probably not. No, Probably had supposed to fly mow it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it would have been an area where you would have fly mowed. But I was like, you know what? I'm not fly mowing it. I'm going to go in there. But when I got in there, there's no way you can make that turn. So my back left tire comes off of the thing into the bunker. Oh, no. And it tips up, and it just rolls into the bunker. The whole the machine rolls. Yeah, I cut it off. The reel stopped. But I'm in the bunker now. Wait, did you fly off as soon as it started rolling? No, I stayed on it. No, I stayed on it. So it was rolling. It almost flipped over. Okay. So I'm coming down, and then I'm going back. Oh, I'm I'm thinking of flip. No, no. I'm going down, and then I'm coming back up, and the back tire falls off. Yeah. And it flips over. It tilts over. Sorry, it didn't flip. It tilts over, and then it comes back down, and then I just rolled it into the bunker. Oh, okay. And now, if I would have rolled it, it would have landed on top of me, and it probably killed me. Wow. So, first of all, then you have to call the mechanic. Okay. His name was Robbie. Right. He was so, in, at this point, you're in the bunker on the machine, and there's no way of getting it out. Oh, no. No, it's stuck. It's not coming out. So, I call him. He comes. He's mad. Two days later. Is he mad? Oh, yeah. He, he was mad. So, two days later, I'm rough mowing again. Number three at Silver Creek. Tell me you didn't do this. No. Number three at Silver Creek. Yes. In between the bunker and the pond, there used to be grass. I remember. I put it into the water. Oh, the same mower. The same mower. I'm I'm trying to mow because once again, you know, probably should have been fly. Probably should have been weed eated. 
But I'm like, no, nah, I can make it through there. Well, I get in there, and my left tire falls into the water, and it just slides into the water. Now, did that mess up the machine? No, he was no, but he was really, really mad then too. Yeah, and then the, <laughs> I'd imagine. And then back the, to the back only way. other one I remember that. Whoa, <laughs> I didn't realize you had this many. Yeah, there's one more when I worked at Mimosa. Okay, I don't know. The, have you ever played Mimosa? No, I've never played it. Okay, well, there's a par three, and it goes beside the parking lot, and there is a it's a it's a green and then the bunker kind of it's really steep and it goes down into a bunker and i'm walk mowing the green yeah so when you come off the green it's a really really tight collar where you got to spin the mower to get it back onto the green right and people that mow know what i'm talking about when you got hardly no area to turn i got you so i go to turn and the daggum mower just goes off into the bunker and i let it go and it's it's still rolling and it's still running oh no it's in that bunker and it's (laughs) It's just, it's, just it's eating the bunker up. So, yeah. Did I mean, you call Robbie? Uh, no, it wasn't Robbie then. I know, it, was it, was at Mimosa. A, it was at Mimosa. But Anthony's got one too, not too long ago. Anthony, about it. He, he was rolling the yeah. greens. You know what a roller is? No. Right. no by the way, it another kinda, piece of equipment. Yeah, it kind of looks like um, what are those things that, that roll the asphalt? But I mean, that's like exactly, a, bull, a bulldozer? No, no, no. no. They, the big roller on the front of it? I, I think. They're called rollers. They might be called rollers. I don't know. But this is like a much smaller version of that. But it's got... Like a baby roller? (laughs) (laughs) It's got two rollers on it, and you sit on it sideways. Okay. All right. So, and when I mean you sit on it sideways, you got a steering wheel, and you're completely sideways. And it takes a while to get used to, because if you turn the wheel one way, you think you're going to go that way, but you don't go that way. You go the other way. That would be confusing. All right. And then you have pedals that move it. So you hit the right pedal, you go right. You hit the left pedal, you go left, obviously. So I'm on number 12 at Silver Creek. And, you know, I should have thought about it before, but that that roller's old, like old, old. So Simon, shout out to Simon Garden. He was there, and another boy named Josh was there. And I'm sitting there rolling the green, you know. Probably should be going up and down, not side to side. Stay away from the pond. Well, I start, and I'm going all the way to the edge, and I'm cooking the pedal, and it's going back the other way. Well, my boot got caught. Your boot got caught? My boot got caught. And instead of – I got confused in my mind, too, I guess, because I started try to go back the other way, and I clicked the pedal, and it really wouldn't go back. So then I slammed the right pedal. I guess I was confused, and I just, I just started going right even further. So I get off the side of the hill, <laughs> and it's a, big, it's a steep hill into the pond, and – uh I tried to hit the left pedal, and the roller just kept sliding, and it was spinning. It would never come back up, so I jumped off, and it went in the pond. Upside down. What I'm talking about, I'm talking buried in the pond. Upside down. Did they get it out? Where's the picture? Listen, it went. <laughs> Simon so the, and them are behind me, and they don't even know. Like, they're standing Because it's so loud? No, they're no, it's not loud, but they're not even paying attention to me. <laughs> so, I'm st- literally, I'm sitting there, and I'm going off the side. And I just jump off the thing because it wasn't coming back, and I wasn't going with it. Right. And it it goes in the pond, and then it hits the soft dirt in the pond, and it just completely flips it over. And the seat is on the bottom of the pond, and the whole roller is on the bottom. Oh my goodness! So, now did that? Br- and then I'm standing there, and I'm looking around, and Simon and them still don't even know that that thing's in the pond. <laughs> so I turn around, and they look up, and Simon says, "Oh my goodness!" <laughs> and I said. Yeah. So I thought in my head, on a scale of 1 to 10, how mad's Daniel going to be? 
And Daniel wasn't mad at me, which is, you know, he don't get mad at me. I don't know why, but he doesn't. It was Daniel the mechanic? I was very happy. Superintendent. Oh, he's the superintendent. I was very, very happy that Daniel wasn't mad at me because I thought I was going to get a lashing. Like, Yeah, or fired. I wasn't going to get fired, I don't think. Well, so what happened? Did they get the roller out? Well, we called the mechanic, not Robbie. His name's Pat, and he brung the backhoe out there and, you know, put a chain to it and pulled it out and cleaned the carburetor out, and it runs to this day. Wow. But do you have the picture? I do have the picture. Well, they can't show see Show Charlie it. real quick. I'll show him. He'll show me but, later. But, um, yeah, so that was that was awesome. Man. Now, I- and then I... You know, I thought, well, you know, I'm out of mo, I'm out of rolling today, and a roller, it it just it smooths the greens out, get all, it, it smooths them down, makes them faster, right. you know. So I thought, well, it's about time to go home. Wow. So I fixed it, and then Dana's like, "Go ahead, keep going." That is so. Crazy. Every other every other time that I roll now, when I get to number twelve, I don't go towards the pond. <laughs> I go the other way. Good, good idea. And you go side to side on thirteen. No, I stay as far away from the pond as I can. Sounds Whichever sick. way I can go that I'm not going towards the pond is the way I go. <laughs> so, once again, for me with disc golf, there's there's very little, but I've got to see some of it, and I would say this. North Cove probably has the biggest maintenance crew in disc golf outside of maybe just a few, but um, I think they have three or four full-time at their place taking care of which essentially was an old golf course. But um, great stuff. Real quick, I just kind of wanted to give you what it takes. Now, I've seen a few numbers on this, and, and, you know, you think of maintenance, and then you think about, well, being well-maintained and what is the best maintained course in golf, no doubt, probably Augusta Nationals. So here's some secrets, and I wanted to share some of these secrets. There is a never – this is the number one secret – you can look this up on golf.com, but I thought it was some interesting stuff. So why is Augusta National so well-maintained? First secret, a never-ending cycle. No sooner does one master end than planning for the next master. In late spring, the course closes, and many greens are covered with elevated tarps that let sunlight in while protecting the grass from fiercest heat from the fiercest heat of summer. So think about this. As soon as the master's is over – the course goes in dormant. Have you ever seen pictures of the Masters of Augusta National in the summer? I have not, but apparently they have these. They have these tarps. Yeah, it's brown. They too. go, but the tarps cover the green, and I guess it doesn't let the what it's saying is the the fierce heat in, but enough sun to keep them green and lush, which yeah. I I thought was was pretty cool. Um, I mean, there's all kinds of stuff on here. Uniform fairway mowing. I don't know what this is, but uh, they don't. No vertical striping or crisscross mowing patterns. The fairways are cut in one direction, usually from green to tee, Mm -hmm. which I figured you would cut from tee to green. Which I've seen pictures of it, and they they line up like diagonally. Yes. Now, the picture is wild because it's literally, it looks like, look right here. Yeah, there it's like four or five mowers on one, and they're just mowing diagonally the same thing, which yeah. is incredible. Um, let's see if there's anything else worth worth kind of noting on here. There's all kinds of good stuff. We don't have time to go over it. Um, the it has some stuff in here about the the seating, and of course that's got to be very um, you know important. It says the mowing patterns on the green. 
they call it the double freaky is the name of it. I guess the pattern. It's not the late. Uh, it's a term applied to mowing patterns that Augusta employs on its green, which involve two passes in the opposite direction over the same line. It's, double, so, it's a double cut is what it is. So, I, I mean. They, they, they mow it. They mow it twice the same exact way? That's what it says. Hmm. And now how about this one? Overseeded footpaths. That's just... So over the course of the busy tournament week, trample footpaths form the pedestrian traffic to help better... Keep it green. Yeah, turf recover the club scattered seed over the worn out. So they reseed that. Man, just some crazy stuff that what goes on. I try to look at numbers. I think the average disc golf and maintenance a year does over a million dollars. I would, I would just your average, not even talking about your pro. So you're just in maintenance alone. It was like one point three million dollars a year. Mm-hmm. So that's what you got, and you got to think you got to make all that money back. And that's just wow. I'm seeing the picture now, and literally one roller is sticking up. Oh, that's crazy. Well, that's it for the disc golf, uh, golf golf versus disc golf discussion topic. Um, very cool stories. I wish I had a cool story about me breaking something, but I did cut my leg with a chainsaw one time. But that was when that went on the disc golf. Well, good board. thing we had two EMT basics there. Yeah, <laughs> got that thing healed right up. All right, so let's move on to tournament talk. I guess there wasn't anything in golf. However, disc golf was crazy. Well, Dustin Johnson won Live Tour. Oh, did tournament. He? Was there a Live Tour tournament? Yeah, he won, and he won it. He won a cool four point one three million dollars. Not so, not bad. No. Not a bad earning. Which I didn't watch it. Right, I just know. So of course we had the World Championships. Lasted five rounds in Emporia, Kansas, and it was a great tournament. I don't know if y'all have seen any highlights or clips. Do y'all know who won? No, but I'm going to go home and watch it. Are you really? Yeah, so don't tell me. I got to tell him it's on the show. I'm fine. Tell me. I got to tell him it's on the show. Tell me it's Paul Macbeth. It was Paul Macbeth. Yes, I picked him. So it was Paul Macbeth, and it was an absolute battle. This one guy named Aaron Gossage, young guy right out of college, battled him all five rounds. Really? And he had, listen to this, hole 17, last hole. Paul Don't Mc... tell me. I want to go watch I gotta it. T- this is the whole thing for the podcast. Uh. You, you can watch it because I, I won't do it justice. Hole 17, they're tied. Paul McBeth... Last hits, round? Last round. Paul McBeth hits early. Has, five, listen, 500 feet to the basket with a low ceiling shot. Aaron Gossage has a perfect drive. He's 300 out. Which is, you know, a lot of times for pros, I'm not, I mean, this is the world championship, so of course there's pressure, but for pros, that should be an up and down just about every time. Paul McBeth gets up 500 feet, low ceiling over OB, throws it to 70 feet of the basket. So outside of what circle two, Aaron Gossage throws his upshot, kind of duffs it, and he's about 65 feet. So only five feet closer than Paul McBeth. Paul McBeth from 70 feet out hits the putt. And at that moment, I said, I, I think Brittany was right there. I said, he's the most clutch to ever play. He is the most clutch player to ever play the game. And he hits that 70-foot putt and goes crazy. Aaron Gossage, of course, or not of course, but he misses his 65. So they go into 18, Paul McBeth up one. Well, Aaron Gossage birdies. Paul McBeth, par. He had a putt, hit cage, it fell down. He pars, so they go into the playoff hole. One of the coolest playoff holes you'll ever see, island, over water the entire way, an island that's probably 40 to 50 feet wide and maybe 30 to 40, 50 feet deep. 
Aaron Gossage goes first, throws on the island, but it's out of bounds. So Paul McBeth, all he has to do is hit the island, pitch up, and hit his par putt, and he did so. He walked away as the sixth-time world champion. So he won the tournament that James Conrad won with that huge 200 Yeah, well, tournament. it's at different courses. It switched courses, but, yes, it's the world champ. So Paul McBeth is your sixth-time world championship, and he hadn't, by his standards, had a great year. And he just kind of shut everybody up. Is that the most smack. of all time? No, King Climo has twelve. Oh, back wow. in the, but and, and I don't want to take heat or anything away from him, but like it's almost compared to Bill Russell's eleven. Yeah. And Michael Jordan's six. You know, he had eleven, but it was back in the day. Was it? You know, you had the best. What do you mean, Michael Jordan's six? You know, don't start that. Who's the best, Michael Jordan or Bill Russell? Bill Russell had more. So, I'm just no, saying. That's not that's anyway, stupid. So, Paul McBeth has six. And Bill on Russell. the ladies' side, Kristen Tatar, who I picked, took it down by about eight or nine strokes. She is undoubtedly the best women's player in the world, and she proved it at the World Championships. She is awesome. Great tournament. Watch it. Still watch it. Should I, want, I just watch the final round, though? Yeah, watch the final round. I think the, the final round is very, very intense. Is very, it on – Joe Mez Pro. Joe Mez Pro, for sure. And we got in golf, or disc golf, I, I can't remember what's next, but in golf, don't we have the, the President's Cup coming up here in Charlotte? Quail Hollow. Really? Mm-hmm. You want to go? No. And uh, hometown boy, well, he's not a hometown boy, but his caddy is. Kevin Kisner's on the President's Cup. Really? He was a captain's pick this year. Yeah. How about that? We can go over the lineup and, later. And, and Ryder Cup is U.S. versus Europe. And yeah. then the President's Cup is U.S. versus kind of the rest of the Pretty world. Much, yeah. You got, I'm guessing, South Africa, Australia, Mexico, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know exactly where they're from, but it's not Europe. Okay. So that's pretty cool. That's coming up. And I'm going to be honest, that's my favorite thing to watch in golf. Team golf is so much fun. Oh, the pres- they don't get – is excited for anything else. No, of course but not. But they'll be fist pumping, chest bumping. I love it. I love it. The Ryder Cup's better than the President's Cup, but the President's Cup's cool too. Yeah, definitely be turning into and it's, that. When it, know, is that this weekend? I don't think so. Next weekend maybe? I really don't know. That's pretty bad, but I really don't know. Okay. Well, it's coming up, and we'll keep you covered on that. I don't that. think it's this weekend, though. So, that's it for tournament talk. Last but not least, game time. And I believe Anthony has the game for us tonight. I do. All hit right. it, DJ B. Willie. So hit it. Game time. I'm going to apologize. Why? Because this is like the fourth or fifth week in a row where it's not disc golf. Okay. But. All the tournament talk was disc golf, so we're good. That's true. And, you know. And, disc golf just hadn't been and around. And our next interview, which I'm not going to say his name yet, but they have agreed, and you need to. This is a cool interview. I want to tell him, but I'm not going to. Well, because I don't know if it'll be next week or the week after. But we do have a great disc golf interview, so keep your ears out for that. Um, so this is going to be – I don't know if you'll know any of this, Charlie. You might. Always. You might could guess. Um, this is not very easy, though. So, okay, and I'm, I've got I'm in I've, zombie mode. Let's go. I've got it back for like 15 years, but I want to see how many Aaron can get. I'll just throw in some. Yeah, you can. So, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna start it in 2006. Okay. Okay. I want to know who led the PGA Tour in driving distance for each year. Okay. Now, 
a couple of these you're probably not going to get. But the more recent ones, you will. So okay. if you want to give it a shot. Can I go first? You can. 2020? No, start in 2006. I don't know anybody in six. You might. Uh, you, Tiger Woods. You love this guy. You say him every time. I say him every time? Yeah, every time we... Uh, 2006, driving champion, Bubba Watson. That's crazy. Boom! Got him. And it's actually three years in a row. Six, it, seven, and eight. Remember that Diablo? Was it a Diablo driver? Oh, pink. The, the pink? The pink one. But wasn't it called the Diablo? I don't think so. I love that driver. I never had one. I just right, so used to other the, people's. 2009 and 10. Same person? Yeah. He's not very well known. You got a guess, Aaron? Aaron, he's he would know him, but he's not going to know who it is. Give me his initials. RG. RG. Ricky Barnes. RG? RG. RG. <laughs> Who the heck is Robert Griffin the third from don't, Baylor? Don't Rick Barnes coach Tennessee? Tennessee? No, there's there's a there's a Barnes, Ricky Barnes that plays or used to play golf. Mm. RG, do you know him? You'll know him when I tell you, but you don't. Uh, Robert Garrigus. Garrigus. I never got that. Maybe. Right, so two thousand eleven. Roy McElroy. No. Initials. <laughs> it's kind of hard to give you him. Because he kind of goes by initials anyway. Ooh, he goes by initials. J.J. Watt. No, I'm just but kidding. it does start with a J. Oh. go. He goes by initials, begins with J. Justin Thomas? J.T.? 2011. No. He's got two initials. That It's like his first name. It'd be J.J. And then the last one starts with an H. You'll I, know when I say J.J. Henry? No. Who is it? J.B. Holmes. J.B. Holmes. The – I don't know why you think this is easy, but this is not easy. He said, I said it, it wasn't going to be easy. He said it was hard. But y'all don't come up with game time, so I got to come up with something off the fly. <laughs> 2012. You're going to have to go initials. Initials every time. So we've already said him. Bubba Watson. Watson. 2013. LL. LL. You'll know him, but you probably won't get it. LL. LL. He still plays. L. I'm trying to just think you, of boys' names. We don't know who it is. I'm trying to think of boys' names. With All right, L. let's continue. Luke List. Okay. 2014. We've done set him. Oh, I don't know. J.B. Holmes. No. Bubba Watson. Bubba Watson. Wow, he killed. He was the man for a while. All right, these are going to be more, you know. Okay. 2015. Bryson DeChambeau. No, not that early. Not yet. Initials. I can't give you his initials. Why? Because it'll give it away. Brooks, Brooks Kepka. No. Justin Ty- Thomas. Okay, let me give you his initials. DJ. Dustin, Dustin Johnson. Johnson. <laughs> All right, then. That's exactly what I said. Yeah. 2016. Already said him. Bubba Watson. No, not Bubba. Dustin Johnson. Nope. Who you got? J.B. Holmes. Yes. J.B. Holmes. 2017 and 18. Was DeChambeau? Is no, it Bryson? it's not DeChambeau. No, DeChambeau didn't. Brooks Kepka. Nope. Probably Rory. Rory. Mm. 2019. It's not Bryson DeChambeau. That's the only one I got. This guy hits it a long way, obviously. <laughs> hits the game. Let Initials. Me give, let me give you a uh, little tidbit here. He hits it far. Um, he probably hits it over 300. CC. Sabathia. <laughs> um, CC. Does he still play? CC. Connor Clark. You'll know it when I say it. I'm sure I will. Is he American? 
I think so. CC. Let me give you one more hint. Okay. He hits it far. <laughs> <laughs> give me something else besides his initials. CC. Give, give me something else. Um, I don't know that he's won a PGA event. Cameron. Yes. Cameron Champ. Cameron Champ. Ah, I didn't. I just. Aaron would have never got that if you hadn't said Cameron. I no, just I guessed the first name. Twenty and twenty-one. Bryson DeChambeau. DeChambeau. <laughs> All right. Last. <laughs> last thing. Okay. All right. And then we're wrapping up. We'll wrap it up. So no, let me do it. I've got one. No, let, just wait. You can do it. We can. You know, this episode shorter, so we can spend time here. How many years? Okay. Did John Daly lead the, the PGA Tour in driving distance? Five. No. No. Oh, over. Probably six, seven. Probably like ten. Eleven. Dare I say probably eleven? From like ninety-one to two thousand two. That's that's really good because that's exactly right. Wow. Now, they wasn't consecutive. 91, 92, 93, 95, 96, 97, 98, 99, 2001, and 2. He only missed 1994. That's when he had – Davis Love the third. And he had surgery that year. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I have no idea. All right, let's hear your game time over there, Aaron. You got one, Aaron? Yep. Quickly, bruh. Gene Quick. Saracen. Gene Saracen. Won all – the majors. Really? <clears throat> All right. All right. What do you got? From two th- we're we're gonna do seven. Oh, now you got a game time. Yeah, huh? yeah, I do. Charlie Charlie gets to go first though. Okay. All right. Who won this is all Masters champions. Who won the Masters in two thousand fifteen? Two thousand fifteen? Speeth. Yep. Really? I guess. All right, Anthony gets to go first. Two thousand sixteen. I think I know. And I'll give you a hint. No. Let me go first. Okay. Well, go, Charlie. Sergio Garcia. No. No. Darn. I'll give you a hint. Give us and a hint. And then whoever gets it, gets it. Jordan Spieth should have won again. I know. He knocked it in the water on 13. Ooh. Yeah, this guy's not American. And as far Adam as Scott? I, no. As far as I know. Jason Day? No. Snap. As I'm far done. as I know, he's never won another tournament on the PGA Tour. But he's got a Masters. Oh, I know who it is. It's um and he, and oh no, no. And Cabrera. Um, he's in prison. He is Aaron Hernandez. Why? On Hill Cabrera beat his wife in Venezuela. He's in prison. He is. Seriously. Oh my goodness. Um, hurry uh, up. Shut up. I know his name. Danny Willett. Yep. Da- old Danny Dan. 2017. Charlie. Sergio. Sergio Garcia. I remember that. 2018. Tiger. Nope. No, it's not. What Tiger? Dustin Johnson. Nope. Francisco. Nope. John Rahm. Nope. 2000, what were we at? 2018. Gosh. 18 after Sergio. I don't know. After Sergio. I know. I, I'll know. After Sergio, but before First Tiger. First time major winner. First time. Brooks Kepka. Nope. No, he didn't win the Masters. I don't know. He's a cheetah. Who's a cheetah? He's a cheater. Brooks Kepka is? No, it's freaking Patrick Reed. Yep. 19. Why is Patrick Reed a cheater? Tiger. We'll go into that later. <laughs> Tiger. Tiger's 19. Uh, the 2021 year. Dustin Johnson. 2021. DeChambeau. Nope. No, DeChambeau. What am I talking Kepka. about? Kepka. Nope. That was US Open. No, it was... Uh, He's not American. I know who it is. Hush. John Francisco Molinari? No. Nope. 
I just say the names Anthony's already said. That's what I do. A lot no, of time. Molinari hasn't won a Masters. He's not American. Nope. No, it's uh, so he's, he's probably not from North Carolina. Shut up, DJ B. Willie's trying to give me the answer. It don't matter. I, he couldn't lip it, and you couldn't re-say it. Is it Hideki Matsuma? It Mats- is Matsuyama. Yeah. Matsuyama. Thanks, DJ B. Willie. <laughs> and 2022. Scott Scheffler. Well done. Well, that wraps it up, fellas. Remember? Adam Scott won in 2013, we have, by the way. Nice. We have a Facebook page, Golf versus Golf, Instagram page, and email, golf vs. golf at Gmail. Contact us. Give us topic ideas. Give us what you want to hear, and we'll try to give it back to you, all right? Um, got interviews coming up. Got a lot of cool things coming up, so – Pay attention to when the podcast comes out. Thank you all for listening. But until next time, whether it's swinging a club or throwing a disc, go play some golf. And don't be driving mowers near bunkers or water, or if you're going to roll greens, don't do it towards the water. We're out. We're out.